You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome to 2020. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. This is a big time, a brand new year. Yeah. Great things on the horizon. Yeah, looking forward to the new year. Uh, if you are curious about this year's Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway, registration is happening right now. Mm-hmm. As of today, it's open to anybody that wants to come. Join us June 18th through 21st in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You're going to go to smrnation.com forward slash getaway to read about what's going on. Register, save your spot. Um, we've got some very cool things that are going to happen, one of which is going to be Dennis Merkis of Melt Yep, is planning to join us to lead us through a couples massage training for a couple of hours one afternoon. I'm so looking forward to that. Where you get a chance to get your hands on your spouse in a good massage way and learn the right techniques from the guy himself live yeah. During the time at the getaway. This is also going to be the last getaway that we do in this current format. So if you've been wanting to come and haven't yet, come before it goes away. Mm -hmm. And if you've come before, we're still doing new content. So it's worth coming back. Absolutely. So smrnation.com forward slash getaway is how you can join us in June. Hope you sign up because we will fill up. And also to the Sexy Mirrors Radio Nation. Yeah. We're looking forward to another great year. And all that's coming, because um, we love hearing from you and whatever's going on in your world. And the way we do that is either you call in and leave a voicemail, which is 214-702-9565, or you email us at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And then what we ask of you as Sexy Marriage Radio Nation members is if you haven't yet jumped on iTunes and left a review or Spotify or Stitcher or Google Play or however you choose to find us, uh, please jump on and rate and review the show Leave a comment, help us climb the charts in the sexuality category so that 2020, uh, we get the message as far as possible that the best sex happens in the marriage bed and life just gets better as marriage gets better and vice versa (laughs) all the way around. So coming up on today's regular free version of of the show is a couple of topics that we've got to cover from uh, emails that have come in and then just a topic that we regularly do to start off every year. And then on the extended version of the show, which is twice as long, deeper, and there's no ads, you can subscribe and learn more at smrnation.com. We have a voicemail that's come in that starts a conversation about what about gender roles when it comes to sexual satisfaction and power and the dynamics that can play out in marriage. Legit questions. Legit. And so yeah. we're going to answer your question in the extended and go deep with it. And so if you're not a member of the extended content, I'll be reaching out to you off offline, off air, if mm-hmm. you will, mm-hmm. uh, so that you get the answer from us. But that's where we're going to go is your voicemail today. So all that's coming up on today's show. So Pam, one of the things we've regularly done uh, at the beginning of every year is an idea that I came across from Chris Brogan. 
right. who he has been doing, uh, rather than New Year's resolutions, he does a thing called Three Words, which we've talked about this kind of leading up because it takes a while mm-hmm. to get it started. Um, and so I want to say a shout out to anybody that's in the academy that's uh, we've had this conversation with in the past. Now that it's January 1st, if you jump into uh, the episode channel and share your three words, if you're joining us, we'll put ours in there. But the difference of a three-word mantra going forward rather than a New Year's resolution is it broadens your focus for the year, but it still keeps it narrow and on task. Is that kind of a good way to think of it? It seems a little like a juxtaposition, but yeah. yeah, (laughs) Juxtaposition, good word. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Broaden, but... But narrows, narrows. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, because the difference with the but New I'm, Year's, I'm in agreement the with New you. Year's resolution idea is it's a one trick thing. It's like a, I'm seeking to lose weight. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to focus. More. You know, it does something. Mm-hmm. And the proverbial joke is you make your New Year's resolution January first, and by January fifteenth, it's done. Right. Right. And so Chris Brogan uh, posited the idea of come up with three words that capture an idea of your focus and your goals and your energies Mm -hmm. going forward into the new year. And I've been doing this, the words that I've kind of tracked, I've been doing since 2016. And, and so we wanted to spend the first segment just talking about our words for a little bit, just to, because if you're new to this idea, um, you don't want to do, I write a book, that's three words, but that's not, that's, a is a useless word in that regard, <laughs> right? Sure, sure. So it's it's really words that are actionable, uh, a little more specific as far as a global idea, mm-hmm. and there's something that help you measure it. And the power to me of this whole exercise is since 2016 of doing this as as a goal every year is it really has helped shape what Sexy Marriage Radio has become, what our family mm-hmm. does, what our marriage does, and what my mar- what my life, my personal life is. Yeah, you've been pretty intentional with the things that you've picked each year and keep them visible every day so that they're constant reminders to, hey, how am I supposed to, how am I choosing to live my life this year? Right, right. And they and it's, I think with a lot of things, when you choose to do something along those lines for an extended period of time, it just becomes part of you moving forward. Right. And and what I do with this is every um, every year I've put up a screen save or a wallpaper on my computer mm-hmm. and the words are in within that. It's always a picture of someplace we've gone the year prior. Mm-hmm. And then I put the three my three words on there. So every time I'm getting on my computer, which is every single day, mm-hmm. I see them. And it just helps me shape what I'm doing and yeah. what my focus is. Like for 2019, the word streamline was one of my words. And yeah. it, I got so much out of that word. Yeah. On it produced so much good okay. for me <laughs> because I found myself streamlining and saying no to a lot of things because I was trying to just really focus on what do I do really well and just do that. Yeah. Don't add a whole lot to it. Well, what did you pick for 2020? So for 2020... And then I'll explain here's a little bit behind each word, too. Okay. So my three words are embrace, movement, and impact. Okay. Okay. So embrace, 
Uh, I got to give a shout out to one of the guys in a mastermind group. That's his word. So I okay. appreciate you, dude. I'm stealing it. Well, this is where iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. When we're in community, we, we feed off each other. Absolutely. And masterminds definitely are ironing sharpen irons. Yeah, you know. Easy I just for totally you to flip say. that all the way around. That's okay. Right, but, but the idea of embrace is I'm married to a woman who is a much more adventure seeker type than I am. Okay. It's humbling to say that because I've always thought I was pretty out there and go with the flow and yeah, let's do that. Oh yeah. You know, but I'm, it's becoming apparent I'm not compared to my wife. Okay. And so one of the ideas with embrace is I want to embrace the opportunities better. Mm-hmm. I want to try to see them and get out of my typical, no, I don't want to do that and just embrace it, lean into it. And then the other thing is that embrace fits is when I'm going down the path of the things that we have to do in life that are just part of the necessity of responsibilities, mm-hmm. how do I embrace those better mm-hmm. and make something good out of them and just kind of reframe how I approach it? And so I'm trying to embrace my tasks better. Okay. Okay. Movement is, uh, I'm using this more in the physical fitness health aspect. Of, okay. This yeah. is a year of, I've just got to move more. <laughs> I need to be involved in more movement. I think that's that's a good way to look at it in that um, instead of, oh, I got to lose weight, it's just doing something. Just move. Do just something. have some action. Move. And that's where I love it because I think of Sexy Marriage Radio Nation as a movement. And so this is still kind of fits in there. Yeah. Uh, focus on the movement. Focus on uh, what are we doing? What's the larger message? Mm-hmm. And Which then dovetails perfectly into the last one is impact. I want to be a part of things and create things that that create impact Mm -hmm. in this world for us and for others. And so with Sexy Marriage Radio Nation, my hope is the things that roll out that we already have in mind with this year's getaway and then what's following it is just designed to help create greater, deeper, lasting impact. Mm -hmm. So that's my three. Okay. So you're joining me this time, Pam, I, I've heard. I'm so. joining you. <laughs> Usually I just do one word because sometimes I just get overwhelmed with too many things. My plan was to do three as of the airing of this show. I only have two words so okay. far. Okay. <laughs> well, so perfect. I'm sharing, I'm sharing the and two that's words a, that I have. That's a good addendum because you can always add two and you can always just go with one. Be flexible. Right? There's, there's, there's not a set, this is what you have to do. The yeah. one thing Chris Brogan has found is the time he has done four words, mm-hmm. a less impactful year. Yeah. It was too many. Yeah. So three seems to be the sweet spot as yeah. far as a maximum. Yeah. So uh, honestly, more than likely, I'm sticking with these two, but we'll see. Perfect. So my first one is listen. And really, that one came from when I was... Um, reading the book, Never Split the Difference, and realizing how often, uh, equating that to my own life and realizing how often I'm not listening. Uh, And whether that be at home with my family or um, more specifically with my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when I'm meeting someone for the first time, I've found that I catch myself trying to complete these people's sentences (laughs) and it's my first hour of meeting them. Um, and I realized, what am I doing? This right. is ridiculous. I need to listen to other people and um, what comes with that. 
I think is going to be, be beneficial. Yeah, that's a good one. My second word I kind of laugh at, but I think is powerful for me, is just the word no. Okay. N-O. N-O, yeah. N-O. Good, good distinction. N-O, because I'm terrible at saying no to things. And I've got to, it, it's more of a boundary setter in realizing I don't have to say yes to everything. Um, right. That, that I need need to prioritize and not be concerned with disappointing someone else because I can't do XYZ volunteer thing for them or whatever. Focus on where I can spend my time best. So the word no. That's it. I like that because the idea, what jumps to my mind here and you talk through that, Pam, is um, the, those of us out there, because I think we all struggle with the, yes, I want to just be a part of things. I want to, I don't want to turn down an opportunity. I don't want to miss that, you know, yeah, which leads to a lot out. of yes. Mm-hmm. Um, every yes is a no to something. Right. It's right. a no to time with the family. That's And that's what I think I end up. And so flipping that to be getting. no, every no is a yes to something. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. you're claiming time for what matters. Right. So I'm, I'm excited to see where this one leads. Unless the no is coming at me, <laughs> then I don't know if I like that one as uh, much. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've even got our kids doing this. Yeah. And I love it because we're recording this before January 1st, yeah. obviously, because these don't go out on the same day they air. Right. Um, and our daughter's not sharing hers Yet. with us because it's not January 1st. And so she's not. But but this is something I'm kind of excited to see as a family because we're going to try to, we'll put all the words in a in a central location. Yeah. So that way we see them. And maybe we can help encourage each one another or at least yeah. ask the questions of, hey, how's the no world coming? How's the listen world coming? Or how's yeah. the impact world? You know, just yeah. some of those. And and maybe that'll help. Just I'm excited to see what happens with our family this yeah, coming I'm year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. Because the thing also I love about this whole philosophy is this is all-encompassing of our life, right? It's professional. It's personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's relational. I mean, so it, all of those can help fit. And if you adopt this, we'd love to hear feedback at sexymergeradio.com. What are your words? Mm-hmm. And put them in places that are prominent so you see it. And then check back in with us on how's it going Yeah. with that. What, what have you noticed? Because I'm hoping this year had the same, uh, this coming year had the same as this past year with my words. Because, man, by, by month two, Streamline had already done so much for, for me. I'd cleaned out a closet, gotten rid of a bunch of clothes and stuff, took care of a bunch of digital clutter, and just streamlining some stuff. And it, it was fantastic on the results. So we want to hear what you have. So an email came in. It's been in the inbox for a little while, and so we're finally getting to it. And Colby, I apologize <laughs> that this has been sitting in there for a while. But this just says, hey, Dr. Allen, my name's Colby, and I've recently found your podcast and have been binge listening ever since. I don't know if you ever talked about role playing in the bedroom, but I was wondering your thoughts. My wife of eight years and I have had a few conversations about bringing a spark back into the bedroom. I'm the higher desire partner, and it felt like our sex life has gotten a bit routine and boring. I brought up the idea of role play with my wife, which was accepted, but with some hesitation. I enjoy it when my wife puts on lingerie and the thought that a bit of role play would also spice things up. However, my wife has a strong dislike for lingerie, which is where her hesitation for the idea comes from. 
She has expressed that she's not confident in her own skin and thinks that I will not like what she looks like. This couldn't be farther from the case. After all this time together and with four kids, I never once thought my wife was anything less than beautiful. I've tried to convince her of this every way I can think of. Do you have any ideas on how I can convince her that she's a gorgeous so that she'll feel more comfortable to wear more lingerie and role play? Thanks for any feedback and keep up the awesome podcasts. Hmm. Okay, so he's supposed to boost her. Okay, there's got to be people that have come into your office in this scenario. And from my amateur point of view, I think there's no way one person can boost someone else up enough to make them think that... It's not his. Th- it's not his responsibility to help her to make her comfortable in her her own skin. That's okay. hers. All right. He can be an asset or an ally to it. Absolutely right. Because coming out going, oh wow, that's hideous. That's going to not help. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, but you, it, ultimately, it is on her shoulders. I hear his question though. Actually, it's two things. Okay. Right. Because yeah, one is the idea of. Her being on her comfortable comfort in her own skin to wear more suggestive lingerie type things. Mm-hmm. The other is role play. I don't necessarily put those two together. Oh, I would agree with you, right? There. Because right. a lot, of, and and I, it's not at all a, a shock that a woman or even a man that's not comfortable in their own skin is probably not going to be comfortable in role play scenarios. I would agree with that because that's acting. Yeah. Right. right. And so when you look at that, that does stretch a lot of people that they they have a real hard time being something that feels fake. Right. Because they don't feel good themselves. Right. Right. And so there's this element of there's I hear two different questions in here. And okay, and maybe he thinks it's all one question. I think they feed off each other. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm curious that the you know, how, how tied is he to the lingerie piece? Is there something else that he likes her more in that she, maybe she feels a little more comfortable in? Like, sure. I don't know, maybe just wearing his shirts, his clothing is something she'd True. be more comfortable in that maybe is a it, maybe so. Turn and it's, on to him. and it's not that, and there's a little more security in that because of coverage or. Right. Whatever. Because it, again, this is. I don't is, feel like I have to look like a Victoria's Secret model, but I right. can still be. Right. Because this is one of those this. things that um, how you wear it is what matters more than what you wear. Oh, uh, that's a great point. Right. On yes. what do you feel yes. as far as the comfort and the allure and the power with what you've got on mm-hmm. rather than I'm just doing this for you and it's coming across timidly. Or sheepishly, or right. the scenario of I'll put on the lingerie, but all the lights got to be off, and then I'll come out and I'll get you know. And right. Like, What's the point? Okay, uh, <laughs> it doesn't really serve the purpose of it. Right. But there is an element of getting to a point, and I'll say this, I guess, more for her uh, ears, mm-hmm. whether she listens or not. Maybe this can be relayed, but. Um, there is an element of when we're trying to move into an arena of our life that we're not comfortable in, it's going to be awkward and insecure yeah, and anxiety provoking. Mm-hmm. And so then it comes into how do I learn to lean into that step to realize I'm okay mm-hmm. with this? Because I think you can trust your gut to get to the point where 
when you reach the point where it's like, you know what? No, this goes against what I'm comfortable with. Because there's a variety of different types of lingerie out there, too. True. Right? Some are much more alluring, seductive, and some are just flat out, here you go. Skanky. There's, there's very little bit. I wasn't. I wasn't going to go with some other words, and I'm glad you did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well. But it's it's so it's realizing some of the tastes might fit one of you, but not the other. You know, I your love- husband might want the more skanky feel, and she's like, no, but I'll do the seductive. Yeah, maybe so. How long did they say they've been married? Eight, Eight years. years. With four uh, children, so they've got kids. some life with them going on in their in their marriage for sure. They they do. Um, I'm making an assumption that um, married eight years that they're potentially younger in life. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's not a it's probably an a okay assumption. Marriage and older, yeah. right? And I think a lot of um, women get more comfortable in their skin as they get older too. True. Right. Um, and. So some of that many times comes with longevity and being more okay with just, hey, we're just being real with one another. Right. And I, I think some of that comes with time, too. So hopefully he has some encouragement potentially from from that. Right. Um, yeah. and, and a lot of that's his continued integrity in making her feel like the queen, right? And being consistent yeah. on Yeah, consistency how he matters. Lo- consistency on how he what you comes say, after how her. you say it matters mm-hmm. because there is this element and this is that precarious section of how I say something to my spouse. I can't boost them up, but I can definitely deflate them. Right. Right? And so it's walking that line of I'm going to be straightforward with what I believe, what I love, what I like, because he's saying he's totally into her. Right. Totally loves the way she looks. And so continue to live that. Continue to say that. Her believing it is a different animal altogether. I think if he's consistent, ideally, that ends up sinking into her. I think it, I think it does right. end up sinking into her, and it goes a long way. Right. It That doesn't happen immediately. Overnight. But a lot of times that whole, tell me if I'm wrong with this as, as a wife and a woman, babe, Okay. that as a husband that's in this scenario, me saying it is one thing, but me constantly saying it and living it is another. Living it says so much more right. than words. Yes. Right. So those two have to be in line. Right. Those two have to be in line. But we've also got to touch on the role play idea. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because this is one of those things we've not really touched on much in Sexy Marriage Radio's history. Okay. Because role play is such a wide, broad, what act, what exactly is it? It mm. really fits into the world of fantasy. Right. Also. Right. right. So there is an element that role play can, can serve in marriage where a couple is using it as a proactive tool for the erotic, for the novelty for mm-hmm. the increase where you're actually kind of assuming the personas of other people mm-hmm. of other roles identities man in uniform you know whatever it is that that's all role play and so i'm wondering colby if role play is already happening to a degree in your marriage you just haven't seen it as such of, how, well, how do you mean because if you're trying to deal with fantasy and bring that in to the the real time 
there's probably elements of what you could talk about, what your foreplay is, that might have semblances of role play already. Okay. Because you're already kind of directing. You're already kind of hinting. You're already kind of, maybe you try it on for size. I'm going to try this move tonight, and I'm going to have a little different bravado, or I'm going to have a little bit of a different spice to it. And that's all role play. Right? Because I think a lot of times people here, especially people raised in the church, I think they hear role play as, oh, no, no, never. Bad. Horrible. Can't do it. Not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. But it is uncomfortable for people. Back to your point Absolutely before. of uh, uh, If I don't like acting, if I don't, if I can't even get into playing Barbie dolls with my daughter, because... <laughs> Because the imagination is not no your strong suit. I got no idea what suit. to say. How am I coming up with that stuff in the bedroom? Right. So I think when we, I think sometimes there's an immediate halt in some of okay. our minds. So let me add this then. Okay. Because a role play also is something you've mentioned before, Pam, of what you use for fantasy that works is going back to past experiences we've had together. Yeah, to that me, that's is, an easy in. But that's role play. Right. But when, because that's not what's right. happening in real time. And this okay. is one of the things I just picked up from okay. the training with Schnarch. Okay. Is if you go back to something in your history, even with your own spouse, like in your case, the man that you go back to in your mind to deal with whatever, to help get some arousal or whatever, right. you know, the memories, that's not your husband. That's who I was. That's not who I am now. It was Corey, everybody. I, exactly. It was Corey, but it's <laughs> but not. But clarify it. But it's not Corey who you today. have right now. Yeah. And there's a there's the disconnect. Yeah. To see it as that's what makes it fantasy. That's yeah. what makes it role play. Yeah. And I want to at least offer that up to people. And maybe we need to unpack this more. So feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Let us know. But I think that's worth noting that let's just reframe this and see what this does for you, Colby. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's a great question and it's a great topic we need to maybe go deeper with. But to to start it off, how about just look at it a little different and see if it's already there. Maybe then the fire can be flamed differently by just a, a, a shorter, a little pivot, mm-hmm. a little shift. Mm-hmm. And maybe that clears up something completely different for you. Because again, this whole thing comes down to what's the uniqueness of each person. Yeah. Right? And how does it how do you stretch them but also harness what can come from when we're stretched? Mm-hmm. Cuz that's when things get really erotic. All right, so as we get ready to transition into the extended content. Yes. I'm going to play the voicemail. Okay. As part of the regular show. Perfect. Cuz I think it captures this idea really well. And if you want the answer, you want to join the Academy or the Extended. Hey, Corey. Hey, Pam. Hey, Sexy Marriage Radio Nation. So get this. My wife and I were laying in bed the other night. She expressed something that I have been dying to have her express. Why don't you ever just take me? It seems like when I ask you, you seem to lose your erection. I want you to see, I want to feel your strength and your weight and just be taken. I want to be held down, tied up, and blindfolded. Now, she's not wanting whips or leather or anything like that. She's just wanting a true man to come over her and feel like she's 100% mine. Now, before I go any further, we have a sex life that, though infrequent, probably one to four times a month, is incredible. Most of the time, we both orgasm at the same time, lots of different positions, things like that. 
We do have the discrete app, which we reserve for any of our sexual conversations or photos and videos, which we share as often. So here's kind of what I've been struggling with. Since this little conversation, which actually led to a rousing night of intimacy, I've been struggling with why I don't feel the quote-unquote need to take charge in the dominating masculine way she's wanting to be taken. Through my own research, um, I have come up with this answer, either right or wrong, which is why I yield to you and Pam, is the egalitarian idea of marriage, making sex egalitarian as well. In our home life, we both do things equally. We do the dishes, handle kids, work-life balance, you name it. I still find time to do the masculine chores, you like fix the car, take out the trash, split firewood, things like that. I have noticed, though, that when I'm doing the quote-unquote dishes that are guaranteed to make my wife hot, unquote, versus put the firewood to build a fire to keep the house warm, is met with a sweet kiss or a thank you, while the latter results in a message on discreet saying how sexy I am for have done the firewood and how she can't wait to get the kids in bed. Have traditional roles skewed what women, or my wife, want in bed in wanting them to be taken? which is something I've always wanted to do but have rarely done. Now that I finally have permission to fulfill the fantasies we both want, so why can't I just get out of my own head and always be chopping wood? Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Pam. Talk to you soon. So the way we transitioned from the regular show to the extended was a little bit more of a tease than we normally do. It was. But we are a show on sex. <laughs> So I think teasing is kind of fun then, isn't it? Uh, is that one of your, uh, your fourth word is going to be tease for 2020? Can't, you can't do four words because then sometimes it's overwhelming. Uh, it's, it's too much and we don't get as much done. But I am in favor of teasing. All right. All right. So Duly noted. If that was something you were curious where we went with that, uh, join the Academy. It's not too late. It's really simple. Uh, smrnation.com forward slash Academy. Yep. Is how you can learn more and jump on board and get all the extended content. Because yeah. whenever you join, you get access to all the extended content to date. So there's a ton of information that we've covered uh, over the many years that this has been going on. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to join us at the getaway, go out to smrnation.com. And, uh, forward slash getaway. Forward slash getaway. And it'll give come. you info on... Uh, Signing up, seeing what's going to happen, and, mm-hmm. and going from there. Because more details are coming still. We've got a few other tricks up our sleeve that we've not yet revealed because I haven't got them confirmed yet. But um, we want to see you there in June. This has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. To you and yours. Looking and may 2020 be a fantastic year for you in your marriage, in your life, and in your bedroom. Well, wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. See you next time.